It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. And now it's time for the BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL with Ryan Horvath and Cody Decker on the BetQL Network. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. It is the end of a week, but the beginning of a weekend, and you are listening to BetMGM MLB podcast powered by BetQL. Cody Decker, former professional baseball player, turned professional smartass on the radio. And with me, as always, my man Ryan Horvat. You can check him out all the time on BetMGM tonight. He is one of the best voices in sports out there along with me. And you are listening to the best damn baseball podcast there is. So much to cover this week. Listen, we got futures to talk about. We got prop bets to talk about. We got this weekend's matchups to talk about. But before we get to that, let's get to some big stories First things first, Ryan, you're from born and raised in Chicago. You're a Chicago guy. Yeah. And let's talk about the Field of Dreams game before we start talking about your Cubs, because yesterday was the Field of Dreams games between them and the Chicago, uh, sorry, Cincinnati uh, uh, Reds. How do I put this? I didn't care. I didn't care last year. This was uh, two teams that was poorly chosen. There's a lot of aspects about this that I don't like. One, Field of Dreams is a bad movie. Why are we basing this all around one very, very bad movie? Two, it's, I described it on 670 The Score this morning as, you know, it's like you're going into this ball game and you're thirsty. You know, a little bit of water when you're thirsty is a great thing. This was like me walking into something thirsty and asking for a cup of water, and then you waterboarded me for four hours. This was so much, so ham-fisted, too much, quite frankly. And again, Field Dreams is a bad movie. Yeah, I think we're the only people with that take. You know anybody else that doesn't enjoy that movie? I hate that movie. Every time I tweet about that movie or whenever I would talk about this on on my morning show, people would call in in Milwaukee pissed off. I I think it's a terrible movie. Awful. And, you know, I'm not a big – I love sports, obviously – I'm not a big sports movie guy. Uh, The Program, great college football movie. And then I'm a big Major League fan, Major League Two. I also like everything after that is kind of trash. Um, You know what? Actually, hold on. For the love of the game. Thoughts on For the Love of the Game. I think that's a great movie, the Kevin Costner movie. Are you hearing yourself right now? That might be the worst baseball. That is honest to God. No. Honestly. Kevin Costner, who has starred in multiple baseball, that's actually his worst baseball movie. Come on. You cannot love for love of the game. What about, no, what about Bull Durham? Of course. It's an amazing movie. It's fantastic. Love All every right. second. Well, There's no, we'll, we'll no, Bull Durham's a borderline flawless movie. Wait a minute. Mario says Glory Road? Get I, listen, I don't hate Glory Road, but listen, it's just remember the Titans, but worse. So anyway, movie stinks. I agree with you there. Uh yeah, as a Cubs fan, man, I wish there was any excitement, but there hasn't been any, ex- any excitement the last year. And you get the Cubs, you get the Reds. I thought they should have made it interesting. Like the losers should have been relegated to the like the Frontier League or something like that. That'd been nice. I didn't have I didn't have a very strong interest. I thought the Harry Carey hologram was terrifying. Weird. Yeah, I thought it was terrifying. I thought it was the hologram. most horrifying thing I've ever seen. Please stop with this. Please. How about this? Like, I didn't this like when they brought Tupac to Coachella. I'm not a hologram guy. Me neither. Okay, listen, this is an aspect that I think I don't, I'm not even sure you and I are even qualified to discuss. 
Um, but it is something that I do think should be mentioned. And it was mentioned today when I was on 670 The Score. Why are we doing these nostalgia games in a time of Major League Baseball, the 1910s, 1920s, treating it like that's the heyday of baseball? Right. When I can't stress enough, uh, that's the dark times of yes. baseball. This was when, you know, any people of color weren't allowed to play the game. This is when uh illegal gambling and this is like back in the days of the dock workers illegal gambling type stuff uh was taking place. like this is this is not a good era of baseball not only that the actual baseball back in that era was horrible like it's not baseball uh it's why are we so nostalgic heavy in baseball when we should be looking to the future because we haven't even seen baseball's heyday yet what a great point, because look at the guys that we do not recognize, the guys that I think we should recognize. Pete Rose not being in the Hall of Fame. I agree. Know? He should not be in the Hall of Fame. That's a completely different scenario altogether. Pete Barry. Rose has no business near the Hall of Fame. Well, that's fine, but I'm just saying, you know, I, I just Barry Bonds belongs in the Hall of Fame. Pete Rose, no. What about A-Rod? No. Why? Anyone that got popped after 2003 in any way, shape, or form belongs to be kicked out of baseball. 2003, the rule became abundantly clear. No more taking steroids. Before 2003, you guys are free and clear. I'm not going to hold anything against any of you because you all did it. And before that, you all took greenies and you all took amphetamines. That's what the game was back then. So I'm not going to sit here and fault what everyone did. 2003, the rules were abundantly clear. You get caught after that, you don't belong in this ball game. Fair. Okay. So Sammy Sosa in, right? I don't know the details of what came out after 2003, but based on the rudimentary evidence that I currently have, in. Thank you. And he should be allowed back at Wrigley Field. Bring Sammy back to Wrigley. As much as I want to sit here and pretend I know what the details of that scenario are, I do not. And I have a feeling hey. that if I found out said details, as of right now, I'm with you, Ryan. Yeah, bring him back to Wrigley. But there's Matt, more to this story. Not a great teammate, like like this boombox. I I was I mean I wasn't going to Wrigley in the '90s if Sosa wasn't there, Homer and every other day. Every I day. agree. No, there, um, there's but there seems to be something more to the Sosa Cubs thing that we don't know clearly because listen, there's been plenty of hated ball players that have come back for like World Series things, like people yeah. that are truly reviled. Pete Rose. Yeah. Pete Rose is. Pete Rose is reviled. He was back with hey, Reds last week. A microphone near him, though. What were they thinking was going to happen, given that man a microphone? I'm actually surprised that you don't think Pete Rose belongs in the Hall of Fame. I can I'm tell not... you, would you like me to tell you why Pete Rose does not belong in the Hall of Fame? Okay, and, and, little, and if you think it's the gambling bit. aspect, yes, but not the way you think. Okay. Um, listen, this was during a time of the 1980s. Remember when I mentioned those dock workers? It wasn't like he was able to pull up an app and type in a, and make a bet no no he was dealing he was dealing with organized crime back in the 80s and keep in mind yes he was gambling on his team to win also he was a manager at the time i'm making the argument to you right now uh ryan horvath that's actually 10 times worse than him betting against his own team because now he's not only putting himself he's actually putting his players and their families in actionable and harmful positions without their even knowledge not to mention that he might roll out a pitcher for 15 extra pitches because he has a parlay on something or because he he has a prop bet on something or because he knows that guy's hurt, but he needs an extra 10 pitches out of him anyways to hit something that is putting lives and careers in jeopardy, not his own, his players, lives and families, careers and lives in jeopardy. Pete Rose belongs in prison, not baseball. 
That's fair. Like, you know what, you know, what's funny is like in the NFL, you know, I think Deshaun Watson should obviously be suspended for the whole, I never want to see him play again, but people keep bringing up Calvin Ridley, you know, well, Kev, Calvin Ridley suspended for an entire season for gambling. And I'm like, as he should be, he like, should be like, yeah, you can't, you can't be betting. You cannot do that still in the league, man. I don't care if you're betting on your own team or playing player props. It's just something that we can't have because that's the best part about sports, man, mm-hmm. is they should be pure. Like both teams should be trying to win the game. And when you bring anything like that, uh, yeah, I'm with you. And, he, uh, and keep in mind, keep in mind that you're talking about that player. If a player gets caught, they will be suspended. In baseball, they're not suspended. They're banned. They are banned, banned from the game. And it's right. not like they are not aware of this. When I say that in spring training, a dozen meetings, dozen meetings, every single wall. There are about five different long bylaws on every wall saying you cannot gamble. It is yeah. everywhere. They don't, they're not hiding it. They're not, it's not like, hey, don't gamble, but hey, hey, maybe. No, no, no. You get caught gambling, you done in baseball. That is the rule. And yeah, that's play, the rule. Uh, go play the tables or play roulette if you need to. You can uh, do that. You, you can do, do that. that. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was at the I was at the card table. A couple months ago, Joel Embiid was there. Yeah, like, you, all you, night long. and it's not just. By the way, it's not just that's you're not, as an athlete, you're not supposed to gamble on other sports too, because as an, a professional athlete, agencies, friendships, you have potentially inside information, so they don't want you gambling on any sports. Of course, there's like friendly bets of like the Kentucky Derby's on. You'll see the whole yeah. team will probably throw in a pot or something, something yeah. like that. Guys play pluck in the clubhouse, but that's pretty much where it's at. But uh, hey, let's get back over to talking about your Cubbies. Um, do we have the, to? your boy Tom Ricketts was interviewed? Yep, so. he's talking about going out there and they're saying they're going to spend money this offseason. But here's the thing and who on who there's no there's going to be one major, major free agent this offseason, who Aaron Judge. Yeah, and he's going to be a Yankee. I think he's going to be a giant. You don't think the Yankees are going to pay him? I don't. I really don't think the Yankees are going to pay him. I think the Yankees, I think right now Aaron Judge is in a position to sign a $300 million deal, if not maybe even a little bit better. He's going to be 31 years old. The Yankees, I don't feel like are in a position to pay a 31-year-old superstar for a 10-year deal. I just don't. You know who would be in a position? The Nationals like 10 years ago, which is what they did when they brought in Jason Wirth. Now, who else is in that position? The Giants are in that position. The Giants can bring in a 31-year-old guy for 10 years, build around that guy. And this is the team right now. If you add an Aaron Judge to the San Francisco Giants, that team might be ranking a run for the playoffs right now. Yeah. Can I throw you out my wish list? Let's hear it. For the Cubs? Mm -hmm. Aaron Judge. Obviously. Jacob DeGrom. Never happening. Aaron Nola. Maybe. That might happen. I, I could see that happening. Ooh, Carlos Rodan. I don't think he's going to take his player off. I don't think he's going to opt out. He's got, he's got good money ahead of him next year. And if they go and say, sign Aaron judge, Rodan's going to want to stay right there. And he's got a good contract. What is it? 25 million for next year. Yeah. It's a good deal. Yeah, it is. Um, all right, hold on, hold on. Oh, here's one. Nolan Arenado. You wish. Is he a free agent next year? Or is he have an opt out? He has. He can't opt out. He's, he's got an opt out, but it's a he's got a really good contract. He seems like he really does like it in St. Louis. So if anything, he can opt out and try and re up with them. Trey Turner. Yeah. It could happen. You think I'll, I'll, I'll put it out there? Trey Turner could happen if. 
But it, it comes down to one thing. Are the Ricketts going to pay? I don't think they're going to pay. Trey Turner's going to cost $200 million. Yeah, man. I don't really – I don't know who they're going to spend money on. The more I look at this list, a lot of – and I don't like the age shame, but a lot of older dudes, like Jose Abreu, 36 years old, right? Jeez, uh, man. DeGrom is going to be playing on one of two teams. You know Justin where he's going to be. Justin is 38 years old. Can't – can't you could sign him. Uh, Cause I know the Dodgers aren't probably going to bring him back, but it ain't happening. You I already really... know what they do. I know where they spend money. Let's hear it. Louis Gallo will get, will get money. Uh, Kiki Hernandez will get money. It's going to be nobody that we want. That's the thing. Yes. I do believe that they'll spend some money, but I don't know on who. And I don't think they're going to be competitive for, you know what? Actually, I don't want to say that because other than St. Louis, I mean, Milwaukee has the pitching. But what are they going to do this offseason? Nothing. I, I think Milwaukee, I think you can put a fork in Milwaukee. I think they're done this year. I think they're done. I think the Cardinals are going to run away with this division. The series this weekend. Yeah. Um, Big one. Dude, this, yeah, I don't know who they're going to spend money on. But nobody, well, I you mean. You mentioned names. There are names there. But let's go through those Bogarts. names real quick. He's going to opt out because, you know, we keep talking about him as a free agent. But it's I think opt- Bogarts would opt out. And Bogarts would be a, I think Bogarts would be a very good Cub. I think he that would be, be a. That would be a good setup for him. Here's the guys I think you can go get. Aaron Nola would be a good one. Uh, Bogarts would be a good one. Um, they're not getting DeGrom. DeGrom's either going to be a Met or he's going to be a Yankee. It's just the I'm fact. Actually, I'm fine with that, man. Is DeGrom ever going to be healthy for a whole season? I don't know, and I want to see it very badly. But he's only going to play in one of two teams. He's going to be a Met or a Yankee. That's it. Um I can't see it. I just can't. I can't see the Dodgers because he's going to command such a price. He's already going to opt out of his $156 million deal, and he's going to probably sign a $250 million deal. And I think most teams will give it to him. I know the Mets will definitely give it to him. Um, So I think he's going to be a Met. You mentioned Trey Turner. That name is so interesting, but he's going to cost $200 million. So you know the Cubs aren't going to pay that. I I think I think Trey Turner will remain a Los Angeles Dodger. That that setup just seems perfect for him. Um, I see that happening. Uh, but Xander Bogarts really is an interesting one. Aaron Nola, an interesting one. It's not enough. They need more than that. But listen, you add those two. That's a really good start to add to what they already have. Right, like right now they're playing some pretty decent baseball. Christopher yeah. Morell's been really good. Schwindel went back down. That made me sad. Patrick uh, Wisdom's been having a decent year. Um, obviously, Nico Nico Horner's like Nico Horner's everything. been good. He's everything uh, I've wanted since Ben Zobris. He could get on base. He's great in the field. I just I wish that I, I wish like the guys I love were still around. Like you know, obviously KB and Rizzo, and then you mm-hmm. had a guy like Nico Horner that could actually get on base. But and, it's, and keep in mind, we say that because we see what Rizzo's doing in New York. He has twenty seven home runs. He would not have 27 home runs in Wrigley. He'd have he'd have maybe 10 right now. Uh, I don't know. I I think as much as I hate to say it, I would. I just thought Rizzo should have been a lifetime cup. of the guys. He's the one I would have liked to see that with Chris Bryant. I agree with that too. But here's the thing: again, Rizzo's a good player. He would not have these numbers in Chicago. He just would not. He has never had these numbers in his career, let alone up to this point in August. He's going to have 40 home runs this year. What's his highest home run mark in his career? Rizzo, 30. I got to check on that. Maybe 37, I want to say. Yeah, he's going to he's going to pass 40 this year. Like he's going to like hit 45. Like and that's ridiculous. And this is first year not being a Cub. Well, you know, he was also a Padre as well. But right. this is going to this is gonna be the year that he's going to really break through as a power guy. I've never considered Rizzo a power guy. He's, again, a good hitter who has power. This year, 
he's a full-on power guy. Yeah, you're right. I mean, he had 37. Oh, no, I'm sorry. No, he had 32 back-to-back years. So 2016 was great years. And those are great years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And but he, he has I mean, that number on August 10th with the Yankees. He's got a bum back. Uh, yeah. You know, hey, eight and a half home runs. Chris Bryant, over or under this season? How many does he have right now? Uh, he's under. Back. He's under. His five homers. Yeah, year. he's been playing hurt. at Coors. He's been hurt. He hasn't hit well at Coors. Like, it just it hasn't worked out so far. But, hey, there's another, what, eight years left on this deal? So, let's see. Uh, I, I didn't I understand. Him. I don't style. care. I'd take a bullet right in the chest for the man. I, I know just, you would because you're the most stereotypical guy. Kyle Schwarber, <laughs> Anthony Rizzo, Wilson Contreras, Benny Zobris. I, I would I would take bullets for those guys. John Lester, who it hurt my feelings a little bit to hear John Lester say that he never wanted to leave Boston, and I'm fine with that. But he did come over and win a World Series and should have won a World Series MVP, to be quite honest. Uh, and throw Jake Arrieta. A lot of people bash Jake Arrieta. It's easy to he, do these days. Because, because well, yeah, because of the whole Philly thing. He was it's easy to do these days. But, hey, yeah. hey, he if you're a Cubs fan. On the map there, man. Yeah, yeah listen. We, we can always make fun of Arietta because of how it ended. But at the end of the day, Jake Arietta is not just Cubs royalty. I'd, I'd say uh, for three years, Jake Arietta was the best pitcher in baseball. Like he was the guy. And of course, the Philly deal didn't work out well. And then of course, his return to Chicago probably it would have been best if that didn't happen. But yeah. you know what? For three years, Jake Arietta was one of the best in baseball. He won a World Series with Chicago. What can you say? The guy belongs if potentially on a Chicago Cubs Mount Rushmore, potentially like that's how good and important Jake Arietta is to that city. Let's uh, switch it over away from your Cubs. Let's talk about the Yankees. Um, I th- when, remember uh, earlier this week when I said you should probably worry about the Yankees a little bit. And I'm worried about their pitching. Yeah. I think the Yankees are going to get knocked out of the first series of the playoffs this year. And as of right now, they are still going to retain that by I think they're going to lose that by. I think the Astros are going to end up with the best record in the American League, and we're going to watch a letdown thing from the Yankees. Their pitching is worrying me, and the fact that they trade away Jordan Montgomery made me think, you know that very well-known phrase, know thyself? I feel like the Yankees don't know thyself because their issue is pitching, and they traded away Jordan Montgomery. They brought in Frankie Montas, which was a good pickup, if he was completely healthy. So now I'm looking like you just gave away an innings eater, left-handed pitcher, Brought in a non-edding seating pitcher who has been hurt this year to supplement. Like, I don't get it. I don't get it. I'm worried about this team. I'm legitimately worried. They're going to win their division. But in October, can they survive? I I mean, I'm high on Seattle right now. Seattle took the season series for the first time against the Yanks in forever, man. And I love the Castillo pickup. I just thought that. I thought they had the better deadline, trade deadline. Seattle did, to be honest with you. I love their bullpen. They get Julio Rodriguez back tonight, by the way. So, yeah, I'm, I'm not going to say, like, I'm out on the Yankees, but they're not my pick to come out of the AL. It's still the Astros. The Astros are the most complete team in the American League by far. The pitching, mm-hmm. the bullpen, that lineup. Uh, uh, it's Houston for me. It's Seattle right there. Toronto's too up and down, man. Um, but yeah, with the Yankees, I did not like the Montgomery trade. Like you said about Frankie Montez, I love that if he was fully healthy, I still love the lineup, but right now they're struggling to score runs and man, last weekend, they cost me some money, played them a couple times against St. Louis. St. Louis had a great weekend against them. I am a little worried about the Yanks, especially with the pitching. Like I love Cortez and we said that all year though. I'm like, I think the pitching is going to regress a little bit. They're going to come back down to earth. Some of these guys. 
And then it's do you trust Garrett Cole in big game situations? I mean, Garrett Cole's great, but other than that, I don't know, man. I, I don't know. It's Houston for me, definitely in the AL. And I am a little, I'd be a little worried if I was a Yankees fan. All right. I'm going to ask this question, but only because it's on the rundown and Mario put it in there to annoy me. Adley Rushman's been playing very good lately. Um, but can Adley Rushman get a late se season push for AL Rookie of the Year? The answer is no, because Julio Rodriguez exists. Oh. And as much as we want to sit around and talk about how great Adley Rushman has been, and he's been good, can yeah. we stop saying he's been the greatest thing in the world? I feel like I'm taking crazy pills. He's been doing a good job. Let the kid do a good job and let him become a star as time goes forward. Stop telling me someone is a star that isn't a star yet. Please. Why is this a thing? Fun. He's fun. I like him. He's but fun. He's great. I'm enjoying him. But Julio Rodriguez is in the Mariners. They're heading to the postseason, fingers crossed, unless they really screw us, man. They're going to go over the win total. So J-Rod's the rookie of the year. He is. He's it's one of the most exciting players in baseball. Home run – the home run derby, and, and I mean, it sucks that he got injured after. But man, I mean, that really put him on the map for, for the casual baseball fan because I don't think everybody's watching the Mariners. They should I be. Will, I will give one Adley Rushman comp. And it's something that's, and this is something I really like about Adley Rushman. Um, he reminds me a lot behind the plate, how he carries himself like Buster Posey a little bit. He just kind of has that quality about him. Yeah. Um, he's not a star yet. But he's good, and he's been playing really well. In fact, this team uh, in Baltimore has been playing incredibly well since he's joined the team. You can't deny that. And Adley has been a good ball player, and I think eventually this guy is going, but going to be potentially probably a perennial all-star starting catcher type guy. Um, yeah. But rookie of the year, it's Julio Rodriguez, unquestionable yeah. about it. Um, lastly, Phillies. This team has won nine of their last ten uh, without Bryce Harper, and they're getting Bryce Harper back. Uh, is this team going to make a run? I think this team's going to make the playoffs. I do too. I wish that they could win the division, but unfortunately the Mets still exist. The Braves still exist because I did have the plus 300 ticket. They're playing great baseball right now without their best player. I think they're a sneaky, sneaky team that I would not want to see them in the postseason. Me neither. I like, I like the moves they made at the deadline. I love Kyle Schwarber, Nick Castellanos. I want to see him heat up. Um, yeah, man. I, th I think they're for real because I mean, they're doing this right now without Bryce Harper. They're scoring runs. The pitching's been there. They've improved a little bit defensively. I'm rooting for the Phillies, as everybody knows, even though the uh, division ticket's dead. The win total is still alive. So I, I, I do think that they're for real, and I hope they can keep it going.